0: And welcome to Star Trek Discovery Pod, a sometimes funny, we're trying to be smart podcast covering all things new and classic Trek. I am your acting captain, Mariah Gossett. With me on the view screen, we have...
1: Clyde Haynes. You know, I really am interested in, in much more of a familiar, old world. Um, I, can I get one of those? Can, can we get some
2: of that?
0: Don't like them strange or new?
1: No, don't. No.
0: <laughs> and?
2: Uh, your friendly... Section 32 agent, Pause to touch it.
0: Ooh, what are they doing <laughs> in Section 32?
2: Oh, you know, just admin. <laughs> just admin. <laughs> That's good.
0: That's admin good. support. It's so important. Uh, you,
2: you, you have to get your 594 sign, Kirk.
0: 1099 is <laughs> coming at you from Section 32. Yeah. <laughs> um tonight we are reviewing and discussing the trailer for strange new world season two we're going to chat a little bit more about the upcoming section 31 movie although we don't have too many details um and of course we are going to be talking about how to support our trek writers during this wga strike because without them we have nothing to watch
2: we have no trek to go on
0: we have no trek to go on no journeys to see no stars to explore um
2: familiar old worlds to visit (laughs)
0: exactly um paul can you remind listeners uh where they can find the show share it with friends all of that good stuff
2: sure uh i've been tasked to remind our listeners to subscribe to the podcast on apple spotify and youtube all links at star and on the off chance that you love our content and would like to support us consider joining our patreon for just two dollars per episode uh, at patreon.com star trek pod i think that's the best i've ever done that
0: Really I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really gonna lie. It, I, I, I'm,
2: a, I'm, a, I'm a grown triple now.
0: Oh, with the teeth and everything. That's right. <laughs> um, and just an update on very the well Patreon. Done, yes, I'm thank, very thank excited. Thank you.
2: I am a person who needs <laughs> praise.
0: <laughs> um, an update on the Patreon. I finally um got the login. <laughs> so oh, there we go.
2: Go. Yes. <laughs>
0: I got it today, we have y'all.
2: Four dollars, everyone. Very Four dollars.
0: Um, so yes, so there will be more posts over on the Patreon. You will see all of that starting up again. I apologize sincerely for the delay. I've been trying to get the logins, but unfortunately I could not guess our password without getting locked out. So I had to wait for someone else to give it to me. Um, wait, yes.
2: was it, was it Clyde Haynes is King?
0: Uh, wow. no, <laughs> no uh, Clyde Haynes is King 5123.
1: <laughs> yeah. um
0: Um, but that patreon
1: predates me
0: (laughs) uh speaking of Clyde can you tell folks how they can interact with us in the chat if they are watching the live stream
1: braille today we're all about the braille no um if you are in the lives if you're in the the um the the chat what we what you want no, no, no. what we want you to do is to create a really nice picket sign and then just hold it up and we'll take a look at it now um, actually type that's a capital fun P-
0: <clears throat> what would be your WGA strike uh, sign what would you write on your sign but
1: continue <laughs> um, just type capital P capital O capital D and we will take a look at your comment your question your thought and in a moment when we get to that special time of the night where we want to know your overall general thoughts of the trailer and all things track then type capital h capital f capital hf in the chat and we'll take a look at that as well
0: indeed so i'm going to give you a moment to ponder because i'm going to give give us all a challenge since we're talking about a trailer right this is a teaser it's short and in honor of um the webbies are next week and they're all about a five word thank you speech so i want you to come up with your five word Hot Freak, because I think it is indeed time for some. It's time for some Hot Freaks. Um, Clyde, we'll start with you. What is your Hot Freak of this trailer? Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. In the strike. Love Trek
0: uh in the strike like yes As, okay
1: Have resolve the strike
0: oh, more trek perfect. perfect perfect paul
2: so good i can't wait
0: you got it that's fine
2: well, I, I contracted <laughs> i contracted the can't cannot yeah, yeah, but yeah. still it's a win
0: i'm, uh, all, I'm on fire here everyone <laughs> it, you're really doing it tonight right, paul it's, 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 it's really Really earning your keep as a Trek podcaster tonight. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, I think mine is funny, music is great, excited. <laughs> it's not a sentence, <laughs> but well,
2: that's that's... okay. You, you didn't say sentence exactly. It's like I mine is also a, pal- Mine's also a palindrome. If I knew what palindrome meant,
1: <laughs> I thought about doing a haiku, but uh, mm, not enough time.
2: Bills. Oh, uh, syllables! Mm-hmm. You could probably get syllables, but like you know, this is not this is not the haiku podcast that we'd normally go to, you know. Yeah.
1: How about James Tiberius Kirk?
2: Really though? How about that one? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. That, that, that. That's not that's not bad. Yeah, not, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that.
0: Mine might be if it was on the James Tiberius Kirk in Roots a root uh, store he's in a root store <laughs> uh, uh,
2: so for me i go like not my kirk exclamation point <laughs>
0: uh he's growing on me as a kirk he's growing on me let's okay. see what we have some hot freaks from the chat we've got cheapy with summer fun will now commence it is feeling very summer show oh, that's
2: good i like that
0: show vibes into yeah. it
2: yeah no that's very good to
0: Hyun says, a surprisingly large amount of Kirk. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Indeed. We'll see what else trickles in there. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and start breaking down this trailer. To me, this felt like a really lovely mashup of a lot of my favorite things from TOS, but with more humanity and humor um, with like dashes and peppering of disco um, within it. You know. I'm hoping more morality moments, some commentary on our own timeline, of course. Those are all of my favorite things about Trek. Um, and I love this whole cast. The whole cast are all, like, people I enjoy watching perform.
1: You know, the first time I watched the, the trailer, um, I was like, wow. I feel like I got a little bit of everybody. Did I see any chapel?
0: There's and a lot of I, chapel in well, and in Benga.
1: Yeah, so I went back and, and when I watched it, you know, I think the second or third time, I was like, oh, there it is. I just, for whatever reason, it didn't jump out at me the first time. And the second mm-hmm. time, I was like, okay. So we do, it does feel like we have the whole cast. Um, I don't know. There's, there's something about this series that feels home, mm-hmm. like very familiar. It's one of those, like, I don't know how strange new it is, but it feels very, very. This is this is really the closest thing we've had to Trek that we know and love, right? Everything else has been very different. Picard was very different. Mm-hmm. Discovery was very different. Uh, Lower Decks is, has a very different tone and medium. Um, Prodigy is focused on a completely different audience, but this this feels like I don't know. This feels like returning back to to Trek as home. Mm.
0: Yeah, the other thing I, I noticed is very quickly, I mean, Una is the one giving us our voiceover for a large majority of this trailer, which to me means we obviously resolve her cliffhanger from last season fairly quickly. Um, I was hoping maybe there'd be a little bit longer spent there, but I guess I, I have no clue as of yet. This could all be stuff from later in the season. I have no idea.
2: You know. It, it could be a great many things. Like, we don't know. But, you know, statistically, it's not, right? It's statistically, they're they're rushing to shoot the rest of the, of the episodes.
0: Right yeah. Now. I was like, typically, the trailers are always from, like, the first uh-huh. two, three episodes max. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe what I'll do is, like, flash forward five years, and now we're, we're just five years later. And, like, uh, it's already... And we'll episode.
0: get, like, uh, flashbacks to the trial. Well, so,
2: I, I will say the thing that
1: that... I don't know. I feel like sometimes you got to think about this from an art standpoint um, and a a human standpoint. It's like they went down a certain path last season. And I wonder if over the break, they were like, oh man, we set that up and we really need to unravel that a little bit. So can we just wrap that up and then get to the other stuff Um, and just kind of a a minor change in direction? Uh, Maybe they looked and realized the Una character was so important that doing something like they did with, you know, Spock and Discovery, where you have that character, you know,
2: gone for half a season, is just a Mm. bad move.
0: It's possible. Again, we have no idea. It's a trailer.
2: (laughs) So uh, we're talking about how it feels so familiar. And I think the way I describe it, because I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how this reminds me of like TOS, not even as... Uh, not even like a uh, next gen, uh, although like there is that aspect. Like everyone has this like sense of fun about them. It's you a little know, like cheeky, the, right? Yeah, the the tone, and if you if you watch old track, like uh, TOS, like it all ends up with some like you know at the, the you know Kirk saying something from the chair that's like ooh. You know, Spock you're a Vulcan or oh like you know or
0: <laughs> what else you know, spot it, on impression Paul. <laughs> I'm I am
2: James Tiberius to touch it, Kirk, whatever. Anyway, but like uh and in some ways it's all like like a, a soap opera comedy kind of thing. Like Star Trek is just a space opera comedy. Like 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 you know, it's episodic. Mm-hmm. It's just like like when I think of like T V shows of that era, like heart to heart or oh, that guess that would be 80s but like you know of, of that era like you know it was designed with the sense of i guess the tone is the, ter- the term is blue sky everything's mm. going to wind up okay at the end right you know and uh and like oh. and like discovery and uh picard they're a little more emotional realistic psychologically realistic yeah and so like you know like oh someone could die die and we're gonna I be mean... sad when they die
0: I would say Hemmer though last season kind of proved to us that not all of our characters are safe, right?
2: Yeah yes, but like but everyone's, you know, but in, in that way, like you know It's
0: like we know what Core is safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we know Spock will always be safe. We know Pike will to a certain extent. We know, you know, like, some of these characters.
2: I think like for there's a term that I s- steal from like Tropic Thunder. And uh, which is aesthetic distance and how close you are to the emotional realism of the character. And like, you you get to pick that in your show and like, you know, and we're sitting back and we're watching like a, like a pleasant radio show. Like you could, you could listen to TOS and it'd be fun because it's not, whereas like, I don't think you could listen to discovery or Picard, like, like on a radio, as opposed to maybe I'll do it on a podcast. But so, like, it feels a little more, like, fun radio showy to me, which is absolutely what it needs to be, I think. I think, I think it's so perfect. And the visuals are, you know, now go with it, they're so spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's hitting on all, like, you know, all that lithium crystals, man.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I'm going to agree with Paul, but probably not for the same reasons that that he stated. Um, well, I, well. I love it. Like, I want it. I I think, you know, when you look at, when you look at some of the other stuff that we have, particularly around Discovery, we love Discovery, but Discovery was a very different show. It had a very different tone. Um, it's a little bit darker. You never know what's going to happen. Like you have a tendency to lose characters. Um, you know, even if you don't lose them to like they die, right? Like Tilly's gone and, you know, she's mm-hmm. gone. You know, there's a, the dynamic chains. Paul used the world more, a little bit more realistic, especially emotional realistic. I think you're right. I I just also look and go you know what? It feels like the day and age that we we're in, I have enough drama in my typical day. Like I do want a show where at the end like you know what? It's that it's like the old 90s and early 2000s sitcoms. There's going to be a little drama in the middle, but at the at the end of the show everything's going to work out. I I want that like I yeah, want I kind of want that in my track.
0: It's interesting to watch like the trends right of television like we had such a rise of the anti-hero for so long and what is considered right like this peak the golden age of television our madmen's are breaking bad like all of that kind of stuff right. Um and and I think now we've seen this twist to shows that have a little bit more of that like fuzzy warm feeling where you can root for more of these people on screen. Um I, I think Ted, a, Lasso. Sh- Ted Lasso is yeah like a big one right now. Um, I think that's why Shits Creek was so popular. You know, it's these spaces that um, I, I even like. I, I mean, there's a big resurgence of the sitcom like Grand Crew and Abbott <sighs> Elementary. Mm-hmm great shows where the same thing, like, you know, the core characters are going to be fine by the end of it. Right. And, and you get to watch them be in complicated friendship dynamics and relationships and job stuff. Right. But there's no peril. There's no, um, (laughs) there's no one brewing meth (laughs) to save their family from their cancer diagnosis. There's, you know, no alcoholic father cheating on whatever wife number he's on and trying to, you know, save the day while his daughter goes through depression, you know, on yeah. Mad Men. Um, so uh, I I think it's okay. interesting. I,
2: I think it like it's elevating or putting a spotlight like, on the heroic nature of humanity.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I and I think um I think Discovery still does that well, right? Like I don't think we have now that like Lorca is you know after season one, I do think we don't have the the anti-hero ness in Discovery, either. I think it is just a more emotional show, but I think it is Discovery to me is an interesting transition show, kind of between these two two sort of schools of television that are popular at the moment.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think with, Disco- with, with Discovery, like the world is the world is hard, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, whereas, like, where when we look at uh, Strange New Worlds, like the Federation is.
0: The golden it's, Age of the Federation right
2: exactly mm-hmm. like so, so you're not dealing with a with a society in decline or rebuilding itself or like at a crossroads you're, mm-hmm. you're 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 hitting at its at its finest point and I think I think right now the appetite for those who like this like there's, there's a real starvation like you said like chips Creek or mm-hmm. or lasso there's, there's a there's a dearth of what's the word like you know uh What's the word I'm looking for. Uh, it let you.
0: I'll let you ponder. I was going to say it is interesting, though, that like so many of the shows, like I realized the other day, a lot of the shows. I've wholesomeness. Been, wholesomeness. <laughs> yeah. I was like a it's lot cool. of the shows that I've been watching are typically middle aged men going through midlife crises. Mm-hmm. But instead of being like totally terrible human beings, it's this focus on mental health and like family. Mm-hmm. Like I've been watching the. Um, Big Door Prize, and you have Ted Lasso, and I was like, oh, this is an interest." And then mm-hmm. Shrinking, like, all... Well, yeah, um, All of these shows, which are great. Um, it, it was just, like, very interesting to me. And then we have Pike, who is going through a I-know-the-end-of-my-life crisis, mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing to think about.
1: Yeah, like... Cool. You go, Clyde. I was gonna say, you know, some of that is just... I think it's part of our human nature. So I've, I've gone back recently and been watching... Um, stargate the, oh, the yeah the one all of it so i've been watching watch sg1 watched all of atlantis and believe it or not a couple weeks ago i started watching sgu oh. well if it means so, anything
2: uh uh which one's sgu stargate universe so the, Which the, one's, is that the one with the ship the one with the ship well i've seen all of it Yes, so I've, I've, I've seen
1: everything. But yeah. Have you I've seen all? Oh, wait, so have, have
0: y'all seen Stargate on Ice? Because I've I have not, did.
1: See, I've not <laughs> seen Stargate
0: on Ice, but
1: but I've I remember thinking like I've gone back and watched Stargate and Stargate Atlantis a couple times, and I've never rewatched um, SGU, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, why is it? So I'm you know I'm halfway through the second season. They only had second two seasons, and I'm like, why doesn't this hit quite like the others?
2: It's a bummer. I'm,
1: well, it, it, it's a little bit, but it's also, it's it's what we think of, like, in terms of what we think of leadership, right? Mm-hmm. The thing about SG-1 is that you've got this, this, this team that ultimately has this high leadership. They're SG-1. Everybody looks at them as, this is the dream team. They're the best, right? And even as they reconfigure, they're a really strong team. You look at Atlant- Atlantis, right? You have the best of the best there. They're trying to make this work. They're, they're doing everything that need, they, they need to do. You you look at the leadership and you're like, man, I am rooting for them. With SGU, the leadership is dark and political and Machiavellian. And it's just kind of like, man, y'all all just really suck. And, and it's this sense of, you know, part of what I look at is when I look at Pike is, I want to get back to when I look at the captain and go like, man, that captain... That is the best leader possible. He's better than everybody else. And I'd follow him anywhere. Like when I'm watching this, I want to believe that that guy has it figured out, right? Or will figure it out, not just because of him, but because of that team around him. And when I see that trailer, that is what evokes to me as I'm looking at these different components, I'm like, man, that is a crackerjack team. Like that, they, man, they're sharp. And I and it it just jumps out on the screen. And I'm like, sign me up to see that. Mm-hmm. Sign me up to see the, you know, the best engineer, the best doctor, right? The the best pilot, right? The best communications officer. Sign me up for that.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be fun. And speaking of uh, best engineer, we do have a new chief engineer this season, played by Carol Kane, who I'm very excited about. She is A master class of of performance, Um, and she'll be playing our new chief engineer, uh, Pela Pela P E L I A Pela. Um, But I'm really excited. I'm excited to see what no non. I feel like she's going to be a no nonsense type of engineer.
2: Like that's just the vibe. Have you seen her in a role that's no nonsense?
0: Yes, but it's uh, it's no nonsense. But the there will be shenanigans. You know what I mean.
2: No nonsense, but shenanigans. You, you see exactly. how those are, that, that's paradoxical, right?
0: Yes, but okay. I, it makes sense to me.
2: <laughs> that's right. There we go. There we go, everyone.
0: Uh... I'm excited about it. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about. They seem to be peppering in this this relationship between Kirk and Leon, and yeah, sure. sure. Uh, you know, to the point where Una says, "You're making me sweat." You know, with like the vibes you're giving off. If sure, that's sure. the same no, not, not like... smash cut. Um, and I mean, we all know Kirk is definitely, uh,
2: not my Kirk.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say ladies, man, but truly it's, it's not even just ladies. (laughs) Kirk is a a people person.
1: (laughs) People is is strong too. uh...
0: Kirk is down to clown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I think I'm, I'm waiting for that, uh, to exude from this particular Kirk. Right. You know, I it, get confidence. I get a little swagger, but I don't quite have the like flirt. I think it's also because like my current modern Kirk is Chris Pine. And like, sure. and I, look, it, it, that's hard to live up to. It's hard he, to live he up is, to.
1: First of all, Chris Pine <laughs> has a ton of swag. Like, he, he's it's my got number
0: one Chris right there.
1: Charisma. That's a, that's a good like, Chris. He's, you know, he's, he, the thing about it is, the minute that he showed up on screen, you kind of look like Kirk, and then you just go, "Yeah, yeah, yep." <laughs> he just—you're thinking because you're thinking cause here's the thing about Kirk. Kirk walks in like the the original Kirk. Kirk walks into a bar. You, if you're with him, you're going, "Man, let me see how this plays out." Because whatever woman he focuses in on, she doesn't stand a chance, or whatever. Entity he focuses in on doesn't stand a chance because he's just got so much.
2: Because phasers are set to kill, baby. Right? They're
0: set to stun. <laughs> like Stunning. He's just That's just
1: that's that's just the the vibe oh, no, he would bring. And the play.
2: No, 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 no. yeah There you go.
1: And this 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 cart just doesn't. Here's the thing. When we talk about handsome Mount. When we talk about Ethan Peck, when we talk about Ash Tyler,
0: right? Charisma.
1: Yeah, sure. Here's what I know. If I even begin to say anything, the chat goes crazy in defense of these hunky dream boats. I have yet to see anyone come to the defense of this Kirk. Not one. No one's going, that's my Kirk. I love him. Right? I'm just saying. I'm, gi-
0: I'm giving him some more room. We've only had like an, it's, it's, episode, it's, and <laughs> an episode
2: and a half. Episode and trailer, right? That's all he had. Yeah. An episode and a trailer. That's not. It's not. It's not a fair thing. That said, like I, I have a theory why this Kirk is not giving me Kirk vibes. He's not funny. He didn't have enough like, like. Kirk I feel one. like they're
0: trying to give us some of that with like the door when they're going into the store like, and like.
2: Oh, oh yeah, but like, but like you, you see the t- like. Imagine Chris Pine saying th- that joke. Right, you know, like I,
0: a, I know but Chris it, it's so good is right like, it's, so it's so good
2: beautiful. Even, even, <laughs> even 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 like a uh, shatner he goes like you know i'm a spaceman
0: <laughs> i'm from space <laughs>
2: yeah, like, like but like you know like 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 basically he kind of strikes me like a vampire <laughs> if, if, if you, this like this kirk would be like you know he has he's his posture is very very tall you know, he's always just very intense and, you know, and, and maybe that's a, a, a take on Kirk, but like, you know, but he's not fun. He, and,
1: he, he's more Barkley than he is Riker to me. I'm sorry. He's just.
2: Damn. That's, 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 that's some, that's some. Set. How and, about
1: this? How about how about this? He's more Murdoch than he is
2: face. Yeah. That's a, that, 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 that that's like a uh, full spread torpedoes. man. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. Like, I just... He doesn't... So, I'll look at... Look, Chupi says in the the chat, well, we haven't seen very much of him. And I'm like, you know what? But Ash Tyler popped on the screen. And if we go back to the original few episodes of Discovery, I promise that you'll hear me in particular go, I don't know about this guy. He seems sus. And immediately it felt like I was attacked. Why are you talking about Ash Tyler? He's so dreamy. Like... I don't think you need to see much of it. But there's suspicious,
0: dreamy, you know, there's like, ooh, you're dark and I know you're bad for me, but like, I'm like excited about it, you know? And then there's like charisma.
1: I I just remember what it was like the first time Burnham and Ash Tyler kissed and how everybody went absolutely nuts. And I was like, this dude is sus. Like he's, but he is a bad boy. Maybe that's what it is. It's a bad boy. Maybe this Kirk isn't enough. We haven't seen enough bad
0: We need a little leather jacket moment, you know? A
1: motorcycle.
0: Yeah, we need a motorcycle mom We I need mean, we some did- we need Beastie Boys. You know, we got we got the postal service in this trailer. Mm-hmm. We need a little Beastie Boys. Um I did want to point out we do see in this uh trailer Spock drinking with Klingons, and they are uh I'd say TNG Voyager era Klingons, Deep Space Night era Klingons. Um which I there's I know there's a lot of chat about like what Klingons are supposed to look like in Star Trek. And here's my thing. People on Earth all look real different from each other. So why would Klingons all look exactly the same?
2: I don't know. That that seems like, you know, like you, you, you Like, uh, is there a word for a space racist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, there's lore for this. Like, you know, there's lore why, you know... Oh, yeah. So, so basically... Because like I'm I'm that guy, like in Enterprise, Clyde's favorite. Uh, like there is a uh,
0: the mega the mega Megatronic is that it?
2: The Megatronic well, the-
0: Klingons is that what it?
2: Well, well look what Klingon? happened was like uh, a bunch of augments, like you know the, the people mm-hmm. who like do con, like they got released. They beat up some Klingons, and Klingons go like, oh that's no good. So let's let's use augment DNA to make some Klingons. That became a virus. And it started infecting a bunch of Klingons, and all the Klingons that were affected turned out looking like humans. And so, for the majority of like TNG, no TOS era Star Trek, you had like you know Klingon human-looking Klingons because uh, they were the children of you know these people who were infected. Mm. But as like, but eventually that that virus thing bred out. And became back to the original looking Klingons as you see here. So, if they were true to canon, this Klingon is probably a Klingon that comes from an uninfected Klingon.
0: So, then what is your Discovery Era Klingon?
2: Yeah, that's, I, I got nothing for that. Like, you know, the, the, the discovery is hard for me when it comes to Klingon because they look so uh... different. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like it, it, it was, it was a choice that was made, uh. But like, I could also make like you know, all those Klingons like fell into lava and came out.
0: Or what if they're like the in between? You know.
2: Sure, sure. I, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Potential. so Yeah, know. like you know, uh, or they could be. You can shave when you have like you know like, I think in between season one and two, they had so like in season one, they're all hairless mm-hmm. and in season two, that hair. And the, the way that was described is that, uh, like, uh, what you call it? Uh, when they go into battle, they shave all their hair, hair off. That, that was, that's what, how they described it, I believe.
0: Yeah. I kind of agree with you. I like in trials and tribulations, we don't discuss it with outsiders.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's, exactly the, that's, that's the exact answer.
0: I think it's great. It, I like it. Um, a couple of other things we see is Ahura um, has a crash landing somewhere on mm-hmm. some sort of mission, so we'll see what happens there. We also get a couple of clips of my favorite, the Gorn. The Gorn are right. definitely back, and I'm very excited about it. Um, one character I did notice was missing from the entire uh, trailer was Saprang, and and I know like Spock and Saprang are still together at this point, so and to and seemed to play a pretty major role in the show last season um popping in I think in almost close to half the episodes. Mm-hmm. so um we'll see what what kind of goes on there.
2: Clyde say it we, we what, say what you nothing. got what you
0: got Clyde are you not interested in to I think that uh, actress is great though and I yeah, like the fantastic. dynamic yeah
1: I, I I felt like I need a little less of that. It felt like it was a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Of... Oh, you don't like the relationship.
1: I love relationships I <laughs> le- I like relationship drama a little less than my sci-fi. Um, it, it it just at their times it just felt like it was a little too much like I, it it mm-hmm. it felt like it gave something to the story so I don't I don't want to deny that. How do I say this? Every scene that goes on between Spock and T'Pring Typically means that there's a less, there's one less scene of the ship doing something cool.
2: <laughs> that's the most, and we know Clyde, where Clyde's
0: <laughs> the,
2: that, that's the most Clyde statement I've heard in a long time.
0: We, that's we, a... we know where now, your loyalties lie. Um, chippy question Will we see Cybok thoughts?
2: <laughs> I hope so, because like you know, Cybok in, in Star Trek 5 is like kind of this like ridiculous character that you I know, mean,
0: yeah i'm good i love a good twirly mustache villain yeah you know
2: and and like to like flesh that out like he like i love it when something goes off the rails a bit and you go okay but then you you go back and you make it cool so like so to so that you it really isn't off the rails it's just you didn't have the context so like star trek five is like arguably you know a uh a not good movie, arguably. I'm not saying that it isn't, but like, you know, but uh, you know, what does God need with a sp- starship, right? Uh <laughs> indeed. But uh, but like you know, I always thought it was like, Oh, you know, uh, I'm Cybok, and you go like, you couldn't come up with a better name than Cybok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe it's just a very fancy nickname. <laughs>
2: yeah, like like I, I thought that was like, damn, that's dopey. Oh well, I'm 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 watching this anyway. I'm already in, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah, Star Trek for life, right?
0: Already butts in seat.
1: I, I do want to say this, Mariah, you said that the actress is amazing. She is. Like, I thought that she... Oh, we're back to T'Pring. Okay. Just say, I want to follow that before I get a bunch of angry emails. Um, I think that she is absolutely a, an incredible, talented actor. And, I mean, and the chemistry between her and Spock was great. I thought I thought mm-hmm. that was great. I just thought... At times, it was a little too much, mm. um, though I did like the dynamic between her, Chapel, and Spock. Like, that was somewhat interesting. And look, I'm, I'm a rom-com guy, so I like some of that. It's just, I, I think what I needed was more movement in it.
0: Mm. I did really enjoy the body swap episode, though. I thought that was a very fun episode with the Pretty two of Friday. them.
2: Yeah, not, that's not Freaky Friday. Is that Freaky Friday? Yeah, it's Freaky,
0: Freaky Friday. Friday.
2: Mm-hmm. And and oh,
1: wait, eighteen thousand fr- other renditions of the Body Swap yeah. episode, well, like,
2: like Freaky Star Date. You know, two four eight seven.
0: <laughs> Whatever day is Friday yeah. in the soul system, um, I think yeah. I mean, those were kind of all my notes. It looks really fun. I thought the music was great. Mm-hmm. The music is always great. It looks like you were saying, Clyde. It looks incredible. Like the, the special effects, the costumes, the sets, everything just looks uh, amazing. And the other thing that we get to really look forward to is we get our Lower Decks Strange New World crossover episode oh. this season. Oh, yeah. So we get to see now, some IRL slash animated slash whatever they're going to do with Tawny Newsom and Jack Quaid. And I'm very excited about it.
2: Super, super cool.
1: Is this the moment where you're going to remind me that you got to see Tawny Newsome in person and I wasn't
2: there?
0: Uh, I yeah, just... I did meet Tawny okay. Newsome in person. Yeah, and Michelle Hurd and Jerry Ryan. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. No,
2: like, where, where where did you see that?
0: At Star Trek Day. Oh. Which is coming up again in September. Oh, <laughs> like,
2: Clyde, were you at Star Trek Day? No. I was at a <laughs> wedding. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Oh.
1: Stupid <laughs> wedding. Uh... uh
0: Anyway, hopefully we get invited back. Paramount, support the writers, give them money, and then let us come hang out with them. I'm, I'm
1: coming <laughs> this time. If you invite me, I'll be there. I promise.
0: Um, I did want to jump in, too. So we did finally get a Section 31 announcement last week. Um, and I wanted to see if y'all had any fun theories, but just to go over the details. I got one. Ooh, okay.
1: Shoot. Peanut hamper is gonna be in it.
2: Oh, yeah. he though he, he, he there you go. He did the Picard maneuver. Peanut
0: <laughs> hamper time. Uh, the Clyde
2: maneuver. Right. Listen.
0: <laughs> the Clyde maneuver. Um, I mean, what if Peanut? Okay, but what if <laughs> Peanut Hamper is in the crossover episode? What if Peanut <laughs> Hamper grabbed the portal device from Picard, yeah. opened up a riff in space, and caused our two universes to connect?
1: I'm going to conveniently be sick that week uh, <laughs> when the pod shows up.
0: I'm, I'm ready for a peanut hamper to give us the crossover. We deserve.
1: <laughs> figured I'd just jump out there before you sprung it on me and surprise me again.
0: You never know when it's coming. You know. never know. Um, but no, so we do know Olatunde Onsunsame is going to be directing. Um, it is an EPing, and then, uh, Craig Sweeney is now set to write the film TV film extravaganza and also eping. Uh, I will say originally when it was announced as a show, it was supposed to be Bo Young Kim and Erica uh, Lepolt were serving as co-showrunners, so I don't know. I hope in some capacity if there's any story credits that they get to get, I hope something happens for them because I do really enjoy their writing on um discovery. So I was sad to see them no longer attached in any of the, um, press releases about this. Um, also with Michelle Yeoh at the helm, I thought she would be like, yeah, two women writing. This would be dope, but that's just me. Um, any thoughts or theories? There's lots of stuff floating around. I've heard, I mean, it's Michelle Yeoh. So we know there's going to be fighting, right? Like incredible stunt performing. like.
2: Uh... Yeah, no, I mean, I think they already have the script, right? They're going to shoot this uh, starting this year. So I, mm-hmm. I think that that's already done. Uh, I think it's only a matter of, I mean, I, theoretically, like if it's, the script is done, they could probably just go into production without, you know, with the strike still in place, mm. theoretically. You know? Theoretically.
0: I don't know if the this crew would cross that picket line, though. I no. am... I'm we'll
1: hoping see. that this will be ultimately the, the finished product will be so good that they're enticed to do some type of spin off into a show.
0: That could be interesting.
1: Right. Like, I get it. M- Michelle, pinning Michelle down, Michelle Yo down for a Section 30, 31 show is going to be mm-hmm. challenging. But m- maybe the movie is set to, to bring set some up.
0: characters in. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So that would be interesting to me. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm definitely, uh, I listen, I, you, I can't get enough of track. So.
0: Indeed. I'm excited for the Academy show. I know they had started writing that um, and the room was working on it and um, the legacy talk continues and whether that will happen. I don't think that'll happen anytime soon, but. I was trying to remember like what the full timeline was for us getting Strange New World, you know, because it was essentially the fan response to Pike that kind of <laughs> pushed that into into momentum.
2: Into it, warp drive,
0: come on. Into warp drive. Yeah, like, that's I, my sorry. bad. I missed that. That was that was low hanging fruit. Um <laughs> but uh I was trying it felt like maybe a year and a half before we got anything really. We'll see. Yeah, no.
2: It, it, it's it's uh I mean. I imagine like at any given time there are a bunch of things in play.
0: Oh yeah, and, there's and lots then, of like, like things in development forever. So. And, and,
2: and, and whatever happens as far as like culturally, they go, oh, this mm-hmm. we can capitalize this on, cult, you know, and and Pike was a great Pike, and mm-hmm. you, and you go like, oh, we can capitalize on this, yeah, you know, whatever focus group that was that made it happen. Thank you for being. Thank good. you, survey takers. Like you know, thank you for your service, there we go.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all we kind of know for now. But um, shouts everyone working on it, and uh, I hope everyone gets paid fairly. Um, speaking of which, we gotta support our Trek writers and the WGA strike. They are not asking for unreasonable things. So, um, I checked in with um Carlos uh, Cisco, who is a WGA captain and also a writer on Star Trek Discovery, and I was like, hey. We're fans. How do we support? We appreciate you. And um, one, he was really excited. And two, he said, if you live in Los Angeles, anyone can come and do the picket lines with folks. So if you want to go just like chat with disco writers, they've been hanging out at the Disney lot because it's in the Valley and it's close to where they uh, a lot of the writers live. Um, they're like, anyone can come join in and show support and have a fun sign. Um, and you can, uh, he did say snacks, waters, treats are always encouraged and enjoyed. Um and he is on Twitter at Carlos Cisco. Um and he's happy to be a point of contact um for anyone who wants to stop by. And then the other big thing he said is uh to support entertainmentcommunity.org, um, which is a fund for folks who work in the entertainment industry. Um, he mentioned that, you know, a lot of folks like PAs, other people who work in production because of the strikes, and because of things going down are affected. And so is their income. And so it's a great time to give to this particular fund and help everybody out. Um, so I'll leave entertainmentcommunity.org. We also retweeted it and put it out on our Twitter. So y'all can check that there. Um, but yeah, support yeah, the writers it's, y'all.
1: It's interesting. I had to run by the grocery store today and on my way to my preferred grocery store here in the valley i drove by the universal studios lot and saw them picketing and i was like oh look there's everybody and was you know honking and everything like that but yeah that would be maybe i will uh drop off some some water and stuff like that some snacks
0: yeah so support the writers um they are it's it's tough out there streaming changed the game in a big big way and not in a way that put money in more creator creative people's pockets unfortunately <laughs> um yeah
2: you, you know that like chat gpt like the, another thing that they talk about is like ai mm-hmm. writing it's hard like you know and ultimately like this is this is how peanut hamper started
0: indeed so if you don't want peanut hamper writing your star trek scripts you need to support the wga <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to if if someone goes to can someone please make a this is peanut hampers fault sign please for me
1: <laughs> there, there you go
0: I would love that Um it would be really really fun um to see that out there but yeah they said just retweeting and sharing people's stuff making sure no one's spreading false information check in with actual people from the WGA before you retweet anything cuz mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of rumors going on um. yeah I think that's it for now y'all we don't have a lot else Trek wise until Strange New World starts but uh, on Thursday May 18th um, Dr. Aaron McDonald and Jesse Gender are going to come onto the stream and chat with us we're really excited to have them they are working on a sci-fi short film so we're going to chat with them about their work on that and then also just generally nerd out about Star Trek and science stuff so I think it's going to be a good time anything y'all want to plug or promote
2: do we want to plug or promote? Mm-hmm. Uh no. No. <laughs> not my kirk.
0: <laughs> Hashtag not Paul's Kirk. <laughs> Specifically, not Paul's well, Kirk. Uh, not, like, not just not my kirk.
2: Here's the thing. And I love Shaw. Mm.
0: Like how
2: how 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 down the the
0: leather jacket, Paul? He just needs the leather jacket, and I think you'd like him.
2: <laughs> Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not my kirk. Like Anyway,
1: Clyde, um, pu- 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 I'll, all I'll say is um you know when we have breaks like this, it's a great time to be a part of the Patreon mm-hmm. um, community because we're still watching doing watch alongs. I pop in um, here and there when I can. Um, there was even a time where we were doing a late night Thursday night SG1 um, watch along. I might bring those back in the break. Um, so yeah, so if you're if you're looking for Star Trek community, then come hang out in our patreon community Clive,
2: Clive, who's your favorite SG one character
1: tilk mm-hmm. duh
2: is it, duh? Is it <laughs> yeah. duh
1: i mean tilk is the he's the man i mean i don't get me wrong i love a jack o'neill um but took by far by
0: when far. did stargate film
1: oh man it was like the the the
2: movie
0: let's take a quick look um <laughs> 90s okay the first episode came out in 97 i wonder when the movie filmed
2: i I feel like it's 92 uh let's see that's my guess 92
0: maybe okay i was like my um fun fact my mom used to do craft services for a lot of productions in vancouver and i couldn't remember if stargate was i know she did macgyver but i couldn't remember if she did stargate (laughs) that's
1: good that's good 94 Ninety four.
0: Okay. was we were, the original. Yeah. We weren't in Vancouver who, anymore. Who's but.
2: my favorite? Who's my favorite Stargate character? <laughs>
0: this is a Stargate to podcast. I be mean, I mean,
2: like, we're, like we're just camping <laughs> a little bit here. This is a little extra, a uh, little
0: bonus, little bonus moment here. Who is my
2: favorite Stargate character? Mm. I. You know, I I think, I think it's Samantha Carter.
1: I mean, a lot because of people... because, because,
2: because, because I support women. <laughs>
0: I mean, mine's the, Anubis. <laughs>
2: there we go. That, uh,
1: well, I do love women, uh, probably <laughs> quite a bit. Um, no, I think I, I also like, um, I, believe it or not, I thought Atlantis
2: was really good. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Like my favorite character, Atlantis, Todd.
1: <laughs> I liked uh, John Shepard quite a bit, but also from Atlantis. But at the end of the day, the coolest, the coolest Stargate character ever was probably Jason Momoa, but that has less to do with Stargate and the fact that Jason Momoa is
0: just—he Jason Momoa. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's one of the coolest dudes on the planet. So, like, he's in that list of if I woke up and something happened and I looked like Jason Momoa, I would not try and fix it. Hmm. Like, okay. I would be like, "Hey, it's a good day. It's a good day to be Jason Momoa." Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess.
1: I mean, if you're into that, uh, <laughs> tall and dreamy, yes, oh, please. <laughs> uh. With the washboard uh. abs, yeah, I'll take that. And uh, I'll take a little Sterling K. Brown too. For yeah, Cupid.
2: Uh, 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 Jason Momoa is in like the <clears> second, <throat> second season of. Wait, wait. Is he, yeah, second or third season of uh, second, right? Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, yeah.
0: Atlantis, right? Yeah, Atlantis. Yep. So. Um, and he has a wow. gun. He's well. like a, he's
2: the only one with the laser gun, and it's a pretty pew. cool pew pew. <laughs> that's right.
0: Um, I was just going to promote. Um, I'm working a live storytelling show in Los Angeles on uh May Friday, May 12th for Mother's Day. It's called Don't Tell My Mother. It's true stories you'd never want your mom to tell, or never want your mom to know, rather, um, told by famous people. So we've got Heather DeBro from Real Housewives of Orange County, Isabel Gomez from One Day at a time, uh Judy Carter, who's a great stand-up comedian, and Jared Goldstein from The Unicorn. Um, And also music by Ezra and the Pussy Boys. It's going to be a really good time and you should buy tickets. It's at Dynasty Typewriter and it's on Friday, May 12th. So come say hi and hang out with me in person. Going to be a good time. Me. Welcome Um, back to LA then. Yeah, I'll be back all uh, for like 10 days. It's going to be exciting. Um, I think that's it, y'all. We'll see you back here on May 18th for our stream with Dr. Aaron McDonald and with Jesse Gender. So get your questions in. If you're in the Patreon, let us know what you want us to chat about, or you can tweet at us if you have questions for them, um, specifically anything to do um, with science, because Aaron is the science consultant for all of Star Trek. So she can talk about anything that has been on the air. So anything Picard related, um, it's going to be a really good time. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple. Visit StarTrekPod.co to find links to everywhere you can find our podcast and the live stream and our Patreon. Um, Clyde, where can people find us on Twitter?
1: At Star Trek Pod, Just come on down and hang out with us on the Twitter space. Uh, Shout out to Karen who runs Twitter. Karen, thank you.
0: We do appreciate you so much, Karen. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Live long and prosper, y'all. Bye-bye.